Welcome to day one of our Advent podcast. This is Emily, and I'll be your guide today. We'll start by getting situated so that we're comfortable. Take a few deep breaths to slow your mind and your body as I read a variation of a prayer of St. Patrick to help us shift our focus. I breathe in hope as I stand today, calling on the source, the wellspring, and the living water, believing in the threeness, witnessing the oneness, on my way to meet you face to face. Now let's spend about one minute using part of this prayer as a breath prayer. So on the in-breath, say, I breathe in hope. And on the out-breath, as I stand today. I breathe in hope as I stand today. Go ahead. Now we'll move on to a petitionary prayer, where we ask God for something based on the Advent theme for the week. So the theme of the first week of Advent is hope, and so today we're going to ask God to give us hope for something specific in our daily work. Right. So we'll think about what we hope for in our work lives, and work life, of course, includes like some of you mom or dads who might stay home with your kids, those of you who might be unemployed, or maybe you're between things and seeking the next thing, and those of you who might be retired or on disability, right? So you might define your vocation differently at this stage in life, but we can just ask for hope for something in our daily tasks or our outlook. So we can start by praying something like, God, give me hope for blank in the work that I do. Give me hope for blank in the work that I do. So let's take about 30 seconds to do that. And now we'll have our story from the Advent book, All Creation Waits, written by Gail Boss and illustrated by David Klein. So today's story is about the painted turtle. The day is bright and warm, but the logs in the marsh pond are bare. Spring to summer into early fall they served, on sunny days, as a spa to a dozen or so painted turtles. I would see them basking, splay-legged, stretching their leathery necks out full length, avid for every luscious atom of sunlight and sun warmth. Out of sight now, they've not escaped the harsher cold that's coming. The water is maybe waist deep in this pond, but a murky soup, 
clogged with roots and plants. One day in the fall, as water and air cooled, at some precise temperature, an ancient bell sounded in the turtle brain, a signal. Take a deep breath. Each creature slipped off her log and swam for the warmer muck bottom. Stroking her way through the woven walls of plant stems, she found her bottom place. She closed her eyes and dug into the mud. She buried herself. And then, pulled into her shell, encased in darkness, she settled into a deep stillness. Her heart slowed and slowed, almost to stopping. Her body temperature dropped and stopped just short of freezing. Now, beneath a layer of mud, beneath the weight of frigid water and its skin of ice and skim of snow, everything in her has gone so still that she doesn't need to breathe. And anyway, the iced over pond will soon be empty of oxygen. Sunk in its bottom mud, for six months, she will not draw air into her lungs. To survive a cold that would kill her, or slow her so that predators would kill her, she slows herself beyond breath in a place where breath is not possible, and waits. As ice locks in the marsh water, and howling squalls batter its reeds and brush, beneath it all, she waits. It is her one work, and it is not easy. Oxygen depletion stresses every particle of her. Lactic acid pools in her bloodstream. Her muscles begin to burn, her heart muscle too, a deadly sign. That acid has to be neutralized, and calcium is the element to do it. Out of her bones, then out of her shell, her body pulls calcium, slowly dissolving her structure, her shape, her strength. But to move to escape, requiring breath, in a place where there is no oxygen, that would suffocate her. So though she is dissolving, every stressed particle of her stays focused on the silver bead of utter quietude. It's this radical simplicity that will save her. And deep within it, at the heart of her stillness, something she has no need to name, but something we might call trust, that one day, yes, the world will be warm again, and with it, her life. In the story, the author talks about the simplicity of utter quietude. Let's take about a minute to practice utter quietude right now. And perhaps you can find another moment or two in your day also for focused silence. Go ahead.
now our benediction. Go in peace, wash your hands, love your neighbor. You are not alone. Oh